what they said a podcast where we question the questionable lyrics of your favorite songs i'm serena morales here with scott spinelli and today we question dmx how's it going down now scott this this was the debut album of dmx back in 1998 mm. where were you and what were you doing let's set the stage for everyone back in 1998 we Let's, were both listening to How's It Going Down by DMX. I was actually living out a similar, that's why the song spoke to me so much, because mm. I had a similar relationship. <laughs> the woman's name wasn't Tanika, uh, but uh, I, re- I connected to Earl Simmons on a number of levels. And I also think, by the way, I just want to correct you right off the top, rest in power to our guy Earl, right? I mm. mean... Yeah. I, I, I shame on you for not saying that to start. I mean, the I'm man. I'm sorry. I thought that was common knowledge. <laughs> it is, but that doesn't um, mean you don't acknowledge it. I mean, Christmas comes every year. We know he's not around. You know what I mean? Like, let's just, please, rest in power to our man, Earl. So that's number one. Number two, what Absolutely. was I doing? I, I mean, whew, certainly not. I should not have been listening to this record. That, that is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we both were. Yes. It's a great album. Uh-huh. It's, the, it's dark and hell is hot. I mean, he speaks the truth. It's Hell true. Hell is hot. I haven't been there yet, but... He's a prophet. I mean, it's nothing but truth. Yeah. <laughs> I will say back in 1998, right? This was this was more of an era for me where it was like a lot of Diddy, a lot of Puffy, right? Mm. Like mm-hmm. that was the era of a lot of crazy videos, a lot of slow rapping mace, a lot of, lot of Diddy, mm-hmm. you know, jiggles, a lot of that happening. So when DMX decided to come out, it was like, Oh, my bad. Well, the, the, the shiny numbers. suit, the shiny suit era, right? Yes, the and shiny suit. The, I mean, the interesting thing about that, a little fun nugget for you, is that those some of those uh, music videos that you're thinking of were directed by Hype Williams, who also did this video uh, for How's It Going Down. He was the guy back then. I mean, he was. there are some legendary stories about some of the extravagant uh, videos that he put together. Like, the, the budgets were insane. Like, they were more than movies cost now. Um, but... Uh, but at any rate, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I mean, I we had no business listening to that album, but it and it but it did usher in a new like sort of. It felt like it was just it was dangerous in a safe way, if that makes sense. It was like ex- it, was. it was excessively dangerous, which I liked. And we, yeah, and we all listened to it, mm-hmm. and that was exciting. Um, guy from Yonkers, he sold two hundred and fifty thousand copies in the first week that this album debuted. So it was a very Hell popular yeah. album, yeah. but. You know, I I listened to more like Rough Riders Anthem. That was mm-hmm. like what everyone listened to from the album. However, How's It Going Down was on this album. Yes. And here is where we question the questionable lyrics that came out of Earl's mouth. Well, so the number one thing that caused me to question this song, and there are a number, I mean, this song just sort of, if you follow the narration of it, it's a, mm-hmm. it is morally ambiguous at best with DMX's explaining that he is doing in this song yeah because he's essentially having an affair with a woman who he also just degrades at every corner right like it's not like he's the better option she's getting beaten up by her husband and he's Mm -hmm. having her move cocaine so it's not like it's really it's it's sort of a she just needs to find a new man at this point yes (laughs) she's gotta she's gotta get out there thank goodness i mean there wasn't really any online dating at this point it was you stand on the stoop or you go to the bodega or something else yes school class Uh at a bar but tanika she was not winning at the dating game at that point no at this point she was a little hood rat you know what from 25th 
That's what she was, according to DMX. So right off the bat, he's insulting her. But the line um, that I can't get over, and this is is really the crux of that's what they said to me, is this exact line. She was a thug because when I met her, she had a scar. Uh. I cannot, I just need to know who it is that DMX associated scarves with thugs. Like, where did that connection ever come about? How did it come about? And how did no one correct that? How did nobody just pipe, uh, excuse me, Earl, uh, by the way, you must have meant something else. Scarves aren't particularly uh, aggressive in any way. Like, was no. it, like, I don't even, I can't imagine any scenario wherein scarf, Thug. That Venn diagram has no overlap whatsoever. No, I mean, some, you know, you could say, I mean, some thugs, they certainly want to wear a scarf, but so do like little abuelitas, yes. grandmas that yes. are like, I'm cold outside. I mean, a scarf could be like, you're a smart lady. You are cold. <laughs> yes. And you wrapped your head around or, or wrapped around your neck. You know, like scarf doesn't necessarily mean on the head. It could be like, oh, look, she's wearing a scarf around her. My sister knitted me a scarf for Christmas one year. I mean, I wear scarves all the time when I get my hair done. So it's not like getting all messed up. And so to me, this chick wearing a scarf, you know, she's like, yeah, I knew she was a thug. When I met her, she had a scarf on. It's like, bro, this girl, <laughs> you, you put her in a category that I don't think we were all aware of. I don't think Tanika was. No, it's, uh, hold on. Let's even, again, rest in power to our guy, but let's be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. This makes no sense. It makes no sense. She's not a, like, okay, you know who wears scarves? Bohemians, Brooklynites, mm-hmm. uh, people covering up hickeys. This, this mm-hmm. is not a thing that thugs do necessarily, right? Like, I, do you remember the song um, uh, by Black featuring J.C. Chazé? Uh, you remember that song? I'm sure that'll be on our next. <laughs> that's that's on an episode, a forthcoming episode. But oh, there is baby, bring it all to me. Yes, is that the song? Yes, the one, the one song. Yes, that's the yes. <laughs> yes, I do know that. So he has a lyric in that song where he says, "Are you feeling my Tim's, my baggy jeans, my thug appeal?" And there is no one in my mind. I remember when I heard that, I thought there's no one that embodies thug appeal less than J.C. Chazé. Other than Tanika by virtue of wearing a scarf. The, Correct. Yes. Those are the least thug people on earth. Yeah. Period. Especially Chazé. Like it couldn't even just be Chaz. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, no, 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 no. That's, that's not right. For Chaz. another time and day, but he got completely jobbed out of a career. There's an alternate. You talk about Dr. Strange in the multiverse. There is a multiverse wherein there is no Justin Timberlake. And J.C. Chazé is with Jessica Biel. It, the whole thing is, yeah, he got jobbed. Man. Yeah. My mind is blown. Yeah. Let's get back to this sorry, question. Sorry. Because, that, because overall, this song to me is, you know, what Earl is talking about. Like, this is his day-to-day life. <laughs> and while it doesn't look good for Tanika, it certainly puts us in the frame of mind of what Earl Simmons was going through back in the 1990s in Yonkers. And it's, okay, so this is my other thing about this song. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you know any DMX fans, other than me maybe, who will say their favorite DMX song is this song. Because this is not one of his classics. It just isn't. I mean, like... No. uh, And it... Why is this your favorite song? Because I am sort of a softy when it comes to him. I don't need all of the aggressive, angry stuff. I kind of like that this is more of an R&B type song with his voice on it. So, admit... I say all that because this song is his song for girls, air quotes, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's just what it is. Let's just call it what it is, right? Like, he... (laughs) It's just, it's not like, there's no stopping, there's no dropping, right? This is sort of, right? 
So that doesn't bark in this one. No, he's not barking. Although that's another great lyric when he said, <laughs> "Coming through like I do, you know, getting my bark on." <laughs> I mean, there are songs where he is barking his way through. Oh, the song oh. with Aaliyah, I am convinced he actually thought he was a canine in that song. He does not think he's a human being. Listen to the lyrics to the song he did with Aaliyah. Anybody listening to this, go and find it. Because he is just, it is like, it's honestly questionable if he knows what species he is. It's not clear by the end of the song. Like, is it, because Aaliyah knows she's a woman. I'm not she, sure. She might even be more than a woman. Ah! <laughs> no, but really. Um, uh, that's what they said. Yeah, that's what they, <laughs> that's what they said. I, you know. But yes, he, I mean, I mean, if you're going to do anything, like, you know, what's her face? Katy Perry, she roared. I don't yeah. think anyone's meowing in songs. Like, that's, that's a jingle. And, and, and really Mariah Carey's obsessed with the butterfly thing. Okay, oh, so I get yeah. it. Like, the, people have their thing. But like, they got their things. But like, he is incessant with this dog thing. I mean, it's too much. Um, He's really good at it, though. Yeah, it's, his, like, it, it's a weird lane. It's his lane. When do you think he figured that out? Like he was like, his mom or his friend one day was like, you're really, I mean, you sound like a dog, you, bro. You sound like if a pit bull came to life and then dated a woman named Tanika, whom you all. insulted at every corner. I mean, imagine if you, like, you've, you've dated in your life. Imagine mm -hmm. if a guy was saying to you like, hey, by the way, the only reason I'm trying to get with you is to nut. That's it. It's like, that's the best, that's the nicest way he can phrase it. And he said that just yes. straight up. That's what, yeah. Is you, is you with me or what? <laughs> Think I'm going to try and get a nut just because honeys want to give me the butt. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm politicking with this chicken wondering if I'm a creeper. Little hood rat from 25th named Tanika coming through like oh I do. You know, getting my bark on. Knew she was a thug because when I met her, she had, she a, had scarf a scarf on. on. The thing is, it's so smooth. Oh, it's like, like butter. So people will overlook that part, oh, yeah. coming through like I do, you know, get my bark on. I knew she was a thug when I met her, she had a scarf on, smooth. Like, I just kept going and I was like, yeah, I met her too. She had a scarf on. And in the first verse, like most men in the beginning, he is sweet and nice. You remember me from way back. I'm the same cat with the wave cap. Like, he's he's like, he's just like, oh, you remember me? We grew up near each other. So, like, it starts off nice, right? Like, and he's he's complimenting her sneakers, the 5411s. She's got a baby face, you know, the curly hair. All that stuff is all good. And then as it goes on, it very quickly turns into, like, like I said, there is a part in the song where he says, like, Yo, need you to go. Take the snow up to 150 Joe. In no uncertain terms, you are now a drug mule for me. And then when you get back, we may split the profits, but we're certainly having intercourse. Like, right. <laughs> and like, man, he outed Joe also. Oh, yeah. You know? Like you would never out your guy. No, no. That's I mean, not a thug thing to do. No. And that's why she probably, there's, there's how's it going down part. You know what I'd like? I'd like, I'd like to hear the, the, you know how like TLC had sporty thieves and they had like the dueling versions of the same song. I'd like to hear the, 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 uh, some female rap artist had done the Tanika response to this song. Like how she's like, no, I'm not going up to one five up. I don't want no scrubs. Yeah. I don't want no pigeons. Yes. Like, and they just like Tanika's like, excuse me. I was just, I just got my hair done and I put a scarf on my head. Yes. So then my hair wouldn't get messed up. Yeah. I'm not a thug. Okay. And I'm also not running drugs for you. And yeah, I'm not leaving my husband who beats me for another one who turns me into a drug, uh, a, a mover. And that, no, the answer is no to both you, Earl and the other guy, which by the way, the other, I love this line too. When he goes to him, he goes, no, I ain't even with that. 
I need to work that phrasing into my life, just saying, just on GP, just general principle, this is why you're getting your ass kicked. Like the idea of just saying on GP, I'm going to beat you to death. Mm-hmm. And frankly, seeing the way he interacted with the world, I, I would take him at his word, honestly. Yeah. But, but rest in peace. Yeah, no, rest girl. in peace. The rest in peace, girl. <laughs> by the way, I mean, we, we we're breaking down these lyrics by no means. Like, this is an artist. They have creative control. They're setting a tone for us. Jay-Z went on, what was it, um, a late night talk show host who now has his own talk show on Netflix. Conan O'Brien. Or, no, David Letterman. David Letterman, that show that he has. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you guys act like, is all this stuff true? And Jay-Z was like, Oh, man, like we're just, you know, we're writing lyrics. That's of course, so of course. We say this in just because we can, but that lyric certainly stood out in the middle of this entire, but yes, it gets deeper and deeper. Like we're like, whoa, like how, who who became a thug because they wore a scarf? And then it just, you're like, if you pass that lyric, I mean, you were going to get distracted by the rest of this song uh-huh. anyway, because you were like, yo, how how is this about to go down? <laughs> I'm worried. My eyes just kept growing as the song continued. How is this about to go down? (laughs) I mean, and it ends, I mean, just to like put a button on it, it ends in a way that I can't tell exactly what's going on where he goes, We don't always be best of friends. Ha ha. to the end. Is he doing that ha ha to be sarcastic? Is the whole thing like like uh, we'll be, like it's like at the end like when like a guy doesn't want to see you? Yeah, exactly. He's like, no, no, no I'll, I'll I'll call you. Ha ha. <laughs> that's that's how I interpreted it. It's like, lol. <laughs> I mean, Child Rule used to go ha ha a lot. Yeah. Jay yeah. does that. Mm-hmm. I mean, oof, all those guys basically they inv- we can't bark, but we will laugh mm-hmm. and we'll just <laughs> yeah, I'll call you. Right. This is our modern day lol. Oh yeah. I mean. This is the same man who in one song, what was, oh, with, uh, with Cisco, um, What These Women Want, let's call it, that song. Uh, mm-hmm. He has a verse that is just women he slept with. It's like 35 names yeah. of, of women he slept with. So I, right. I have a hard time taking it that he, 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 he put in the legwork to get her out of that bad relationship. Right. <laughs> I don't think that that's, right. that's how it went down. No, I don't think so. If T- Tanika, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> would you give us a call? I'd love to hear your side of the story, Ta- your perspective. Tap on the glass, the glass twice, Tanika, if you're in serious trouble. <laughs> Girlfriend, go, yeah. Get your bacon, egg, and cheese, girl, which is oh, scarf on. That's all. That's, that's all she was doing. Yeah. She went to the bodega. She's got a- her bacon, egg, and cheese. Somewhere she's around being like, I don't even know this guy. I, I didn't even know him. <laughs> right. This dude kept creeping on me. Leave me alone. On his bicycle yes. in Yonkers. I stood out. I lived on 25th. That's why I went to visit my mom. I was working. She's smoking a cigarette somewhere. You know what the worst thing that ever happened to me is that people bought that album. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I had to change my name. He couldn't have come out with that on Grand Champ, an album nobody cared about six years later, whatever. It was your debut album. He yeah. was like, I am getting Tanika in here so she can regret. For the rest of her she, life. She should have went. She stayed with that dude. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Could have came to me. I also, I mean, this also too is, your poison. it's also one of many uh, question word songs of his. How's it going down? He's like quizzical his entire career. How's it going down? Where the hood at? Um, uh, what's yes. the other one? Um, oh, there's, oh, there's more. How's it going down? Where the hood at? Um, God, I can't think of them all now. But there's a couple more that have questions in them. I'm like, 
It's, does he really just not know what the answer is he, here? Maybe like, he doesn't know. Yeah. I want to see. Right. Let me see if I can think of the other ones. Where are the other ones? It's, well, whatever. Um, oh, yeah. What do these women want? That one doesn't have a question mark in it, but clearly he wants mm. to know. I mean, he's you would, just, you would hope. Yeah. <laughs> he's saying that it. That was a rhetorical question. Yes. <laughs> that one he actually knew what they want. He just doesn't want to give it to them. That's all. Yeah. Because X going to give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well done. Well, that's it for this episode of That's What They Said. Again, a podcast where we question the questionable lyrics of your favorite song, Serena Morales, Scott Spinelli. Catch us again, questioning all things considered, which is another podcast somewhere on like NPR. We'll see ya. <laughs>